Hello and welcome to Breakdowns and Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Dom Dominguez. This week, I'm talking about trauma anniversaries. Reminder, I am not a professional. This is a trigger warning. This is just me sharing my experiences. Let's get started. Millions of people can get these flashbacks of these really bad experiences they survived through. This can result in PTSD, which means post-traumatic stress disorder. It can be, well, it is an anxiety disorder and it could lead to a panic disorder because your body basically goes into code red. There is this rush of adrenaline that you're just on high alert. It's not fun having your brain's perception of danger take over. All of these negative feelings can build up and when it's the anniversary of an experience or experiences, your body can just remember the trauma and and even physically go back to where your head was that day. Your nervous system stresses out and the sensation can come, it just can come back every year. First, you know what, for me, I know I have spinal trauma. My doctor confirmed it with me that I do. Where did this come from? I think it was about a car accident that my family had gotten into when I was three years old. We were on our way to church (laughs) and I think I died, maybe got unconscious, I don't know. I remember being in the back seat and hearing all of these noises. I blinked and everything had stopped. I was woken up by a medic and I blinked for a couple of times. I kind of turned my head and saw that my brother and mom were just anxious and panicking outside of the car. The medic, I remember him being a black dude. So in my eyes, he's my personal Jesus. Jesus wasn't white and I'm agnostic. So I believe in something and I believe that this dude was supposed to be there and make sure that I was alive. And I have trouble sleeping sometimes because I live close to the street and every once in a while I can hear the noise of cars colliding and I just go back into this weird mindset. This past month actually I could have been in Three more car accidents? It's really scary knowing that I could have felt the exact same sensation I did at three years old. My mother, she was just so quick to brush it off. And my aunt and my cousin. And their behavior is different than mine. I got told that I'm being too too sensitive and that I'm fine. Having... People that I used to look up to and kind of look up to keep invalidating the way I feel hurts. 
I know that they're not gonna change anytime soon, so I've been talking about this spinal trauma to other people who have it too. Uh, if you're an athlete, I'm sure you know how shocking it is to, you know, maybe have your dream career get taken away due to an injury. I know that people carry different symptoms of this disorder. If you can relate to my experience and feel a little bit better, then you're not alone. And that's really comforting knowing that I'm not alone. PTSD really does look different for everyone. If you already have a mental illness, you're already sensitive to things, you can be really emotional and a lot of environmental factors can trigger you into that feeling of being trapped uh, that's a panic attack and you know what it might be linked to a panic disorder um medication is it my favorite thing to talk about i believe that behavioral therapy is way better for a panic disorder statistically it has a 70 percent success rate and people don't relapse as often as people who take medication do and medication has about a 20% success rate, and people do relapse with it. When you have a mental illness, your brain can just make you feel that you're faking it, and that you just want attention, and that you're not even real. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that you are simply a guest house for your emotions. Feeling the sense of panic is temporary, and that feeling will go away your body will remember it and maybe that's how you can figure out how to be in control and again the signs of a panic attack are heart palpitations that feeling where your heart might explode and it might have even skipped to be feeling super dizzy lightheaded and that you're gonna faint you can get nauseous you're shaking a lot and you might even be sweating a ton. You get the feeling that you're being choked. I know that I can go numb. I know that my shoulders just kind of tense up and I can curl up into a ball. You can get this tingling sensation and chills can go down your spine. So you know the difference, and I'll tell you what an anxiety attack is. It's a lot of muscle tension, uh, you can't concentrate, you can't sleep, being extra harsh and irritated for no reason. You probably are flinching more than usual. You can get an increased heart rate and shortness of breath, as well as feeling dizzy. You have to know what symptoms you feel so you can better understand how your body reacts and you can learn how to control again. Learning how to navigate this fight or flight response or maybe you're someone who gets caught in the headlights like a deer and you just freeze and that tends to be the body's last resort. And these can be linked to depression and anxiety, but if you have depression and anxiety, you're 
you're in another world and I have ADD and I just have problems making decisions and if you have ADHD it's even worse because you're a lot hyper and you're just nervous I want to open up about the longest panic attack I've ever had it happened in October of 2018 I remember talking to my mom about my day I don't remember this super clearly because I haven't really talked about it but I'm pretty sure I told her that I got a girlfriend <laughs> knowing her at and who she was at that time, she had, she got upset. She started yelling and she got really intense and was getting in my face. I did not know what to do. And I guess that was my official coming out. I had already known that I was queer for the longest time, but it 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 was something that we didn't talk about. I rushed into the bathroom. I closed all the doors and I was just bawling my eyes out. I noticed that my shoulders were tensing up because I curl up like a turtle going back into the shell and everything goes dark. And I kept hearing these waves of sounds pounding in my head. I don't know how long I was crying for. My mom was yelling, trying to get into the bathroom. My brother's significant other at the time had just gotten home and was just freaking out about what was going on. And she got into my mother's face because she noticed that my mom was triggering my sensation. She tried helping me, but she couldn't, and I just, I, it got worse, it got worse. My brother ended up being called out of work. He ended up getting me out of the bathroom. He put me in the backseat of his car, and he was driving. He ended up getting me a burger and a strawberry milkshake. I don't know how many hours passed. I didn't really say a word. I knew that I was hungry and I was having tears stream down my face. I just remember the rest of the... I, I don't remember the rest of that day that much. I probably knocked out trying to just sleep. This caused a really big rift in my family. My mother got diagnosed with bipolar depression and she was the type of person to say that you make yourself sad on purpose, mental illness isn't real. Well, uh, her doctor gave her medication. <laughs> my brother found out because he saw the prescription in her car. I just remember having my aunt 
a couple days later tell me that there's therapy for people like me. And she was talking about gay conversion therapy. It was really hard having her say that in my face, saying that I need therapy and that my family needed therapy. I... This woman has always tried being there for me, and she has been. I blocked out most of my childhood, and this year I've remembered, oh, she hit my brother, made him cry. What? <laughs> the person she was with did stuff to my family. And I'm just so disgusted. This person is just someone I never want to see again. And I'm just glad that I probably won't. <laughs> I got therapy this year and someone called me privileged for getting a therapist and that everything that I have is just privilege and that everything is my fault. I trusted this person with everything. And I idolized them for so long. I quit being the sidekick for this person. And you know what? I've come to realize I'm a lot stronger than them. I have a way bigger emotional complexity. I'm more patient and empathetic. And they're just so apathetic and so impatient that I'm not sorry for sticking up for myself. October... Every year, or every couple of years, seems to be this consistent wave of sadness, and it's where I get the most anxious. This year, I, I'm still anxious. I don't, the presidential election just gives me so much to think about, and I'm losing sleep. <laughs> it's just hard knowing that. These things happened, but they've made me stronger. They really have. I... I don't... Mm, I guess trauma bonding is a thing with relationships. But there's a difference between trauma bonding and having it be something held over someone's head and then just sharing the experience. And feeling the sympathy and the empathy of having a conversation with someone. I have a friend who opened up to me about a lot of things and they actually helped me retrieve all of these memories from my childhood. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, but overall I knew that I was going to remember them someday. I just didn't expect it to be so soon. <laughs> I'm really grateful that I found new people to talk to, people who don't invalidate me. Someone that I really cared about mentioned that I always use my trauma card, but I didn't, but they didn't know that I had experienced all these negative things and I forgive them and have talked about it and they can be really insensitive and, re and be super bad with their words. But they know better and 
they're they're growing as a person and expanding their vocabulary and realizing that that they're not the main character what is going on growth crazy <laughs> if you're someone who just realized that maybe you've had anxiety attacks or panic attacks and that it's actually kind of common talk to someone and if you want to talk to me on instagram the dms are open and with that i'm signing off for now yeah have a good day or at least try to I know it's kind of a weird way to end the podcast. Uh, If you would be so kind, please rate, review, and make sure to subscribe because that tells me that you show your support. You know what? I admit it. I kind of like getting validation from others and being appreciated. It's kind of cool. If you really want to follow the podcast on Instagram, DM me. You know what? I we can be friends. It's at official breakdowns. The TikTok is also at official breakdowns. On Twitter, we're at wait underscore breaks. See you next Thursday, folks. Sincerely, your friend Dom Dominguez.